Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I was looking for my cue and this was it when the drums picked up. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning on WSAU Feedback. Hope you're able to tune in during the first half. My guest this morning, Chairman of the Republican Party of Wisconsin, Brian Schimming, the hardest working Republican I know in the state. He has been travel. I don't know how many years he has been involved in conservative politics and uh, has the insight that many don't and has had the experience and the w- the war wounds, the blood, sweat and tears that many haven't endured. Uh, and he's fully dedicated to the cause. And speaking of those that are dedicated and fully dedicated to the cause, I'll talk a little bit about me and why I am on WSAU radio and why I decided to well, get up every morning at 3.30 and uh, have completely completely transform or change my life in order to be part of this conservative movement. As I've shared a number of times in the past, I have been involved in conservative politics in Wisconsin for about 15 years off and on. And uh, prior to that, when my husband and I lived in the Twin Cities, my first, I guess, uh, uh, brush with uh, politics or with uh, being involved in a campaign was uh, former St. Paul Mayor uh, Norm Coleman, who interestingly, this is when I was really young, so you got to forgive me, young and, and uh, not as, uh, as aware as I am today, but uh, St. Paul Mayor, Demo- uh, mayor uh, Norm Coleman, former mayor, Norm Coleman ran as a Democrat, and this is when I was in college, so cut me some slack. And I, I, I joined along with a number of other young college students to, to help him get elected. And shortly uh, after he was elected and in his first term, uh, Senator Coleman, or not Senator, I keep saying that, Mayor, it was Mayor Coleman. He did become a United States Senator too, but Mayor Coleman uh, decided that, gosh, I cannot be in good conscience, and frankly, the Democrats would not, in, they would not uh, uh, tolerate it anymore, but he was a pro-life, he called himself a pro-life Democrat. Do they even exist anymore? Anyway, he decided to switch parties and became a Republican, and that's about the time my awakening began as well. You know, when you're young and in early 20s, and you don't really have a concept of, uh, real, uh, well, how politics works and the, and, and really what the Republican Party stands for and what the Democrat Party stands for. Uh, that was, that was I guess, I was at a crossroads, and uh, uh, mayor, former Mayor Norm Coleman was, was who inspired me. And Anyway, so going back to uh, my time here in Wisconsin and then uh, moving on to uh, taking this job on WSAU Radio, I was back in the private sector just uh, less than three years ago. I was living, quietly living my life, just hoping and praying that the government would leave me alone. All I wanted to do was ride my four-wheeler in the woods and just be be assured that uh, the government would um, would not tax us to death and would not infringe on my liberties and would not take away my freedoms. And you know, of course, let's face it, that's that's the government's specialty. So anyway, I got back into. This racket known as politics kicking and screaming and uh, never had been on the radio before. Well, I've been a guest on the radio on different radio programs talking about my various uh, uh, activities, the uh, different Tea Party events that I plan. But I uh, 
as as I guess as a condition of me joining WSAU, and I talked with management about this. My vision for this was to uh, make this a local program and and make this engage our listeners. And 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 I think it was helpful that although I'm not originally from Wisconsin, I've been here for quite some time, and I have a vested interest in Wisconsin. My children were educated here, and my children still live in Wisconsin, and and. Uh, uh, my husband and I plan on, on staying here as long as we can tolerate it. But anyway, so I decided that part of it would be that I want to be genuine Meg. And obviously there is something known as ratings. And we have been very blessed on uh, WSAU in, this, in the morning program and feedback to have good ratings. And I, I try to adhere to the policy of being genuine and being truthful and not being motivated by ratings or perhaps syndication. My whole thing is I want to deliver the truth. I want to be genuine. I want to be just as just uh, have the same mentality as as our listeners when it comes to seeking the truth. And that I receive many messages from our listeners. Some are some are polite and respectful, and some well, I'll just be honest, aren't. And uh, some question, why aren't you talking about this? Or why aren't you talking about that? And I will tell you, when I receive a tip about something that's going on here in Wisconsin or anywhere else in the country, and it's it's perhaps uh, controversial, or I sense that it may might be sensationalistic, I'm going to investigate that tip before I go hog wild on the radio. Because my objective is to encourage conservatives, is to uplift conservatives, it is to uh, t- uh, give the message to conservatives that it's still w- that this country, this state, this community is still worth fighting for. And I believe that if we deliver hysteria to our listeners without first verifying the facts about an issue, that it will just be demoralizing to our listeners and it will be discouraging to our listeners. I hear from people that say, you know what, I'm never going to vote again until I'm assured that uh, our elections are going to be fair and honest. Well, that's not a guarantee that they're ever going to be fair and honest if you don't vote anymore for Republicans. So just a little news flash. And anyway, I received a message a couple times from listeners yesterday, uh, uh, the same story from a couple of listeners yesterday. And I'm just going to share the exchange that I had with uh, uh, one of uh, one of our listeners and uh, I will say that I was a very appreciative of his respectful tone and his willingness to to, to listen to my uh, point of view and my reasoning for not going uh, not going National Enquirer on a particular story that has come out recently and it and perhaps you've heard about it there is an organization I actually talked about this organization and and there are a couple listeners that shared text messages that they'd received. This Wisconsin Wisconsin takes action, and there's not really a ton of information. Hmm, could it be that it's a dark money money funded group? Probably, but they are. There are uh, claims that they are offering cash and gift cards for Janet Protasiewicz votes in direct violation of Wisconsin's election uh, election bribery stra- statute and. So before I talked about this, before I went crazy about it, I wanted to verify that this indeed was a violation of Wisconsin's election bribery statute. So what I did is I reached out to 
Not one, but two attorneys that I know that are very familiar with election law here in the state of Wisconsin. And they both, they both, independent of one another, because I had separate conversations with them, they both actually said that what this organization is doing is acceptable get-out-the-vote effort. As infuriating as it is to see that the left is willing to throw money at people to recruit people to get out and vote, that is acceptable get-out-the-vote effort. If they had said verbatim, we will pay you $250 to vote for Janet, that is a crime. But that, as far as I can tell, and as far as these two attorneys who have looked into this can tell, that has n- that is not what has transpired. And so I want to go back to how I began this uh, monologue, I guess I will say, is that I am dedicated to sharing the truth with listeners. I don't want to deliver hysteria to people. I don't want to uh, have to backtrack then and have someone, uh, have an attorney call me and say, you know, what you were sharing on the air is not true. And so subsequently, I, I shared with this, uh, this particular listener, I said, you know, before I, before I cover this, before I talk about this, I want to verify that this is indeed illegal activity before I share this potentially bad news with our listeners. I hate creating unnecessary hysteria and discouraging people on our side from voting or even getting involved and engaged because I am dedicated to encouraging people to get involved, to roll up their sleeves and to be part of the process, be part of the conservative movement. And this listener's response, respectfully, good call, Meg. Thank you for taking the time to research this issue before you go viral with it, before you do this for ratings or for whatever reason. And I, I, will, I, will, I have made that promise to myself, and I make it to you, that that's what I am dedicated to doing for our listeners. Now, I wanted to also share with uh, our listeners that I have reached out to because another topic of conversation that has come up this week is the situation uh, with the barricades of the roads in Lac de Flambeau. And I have had a few guests on, uh, State Senator Mary Felskowski, Congressman Tom Tiffany will be joining me tomorrow on the program to talk about the situation. And I also had a property owner. I've talked with a number of property owners off air and I've also reached out to the tribal president of the Lac de Flambeau uh, Indian tribe and have left him a message. I explained to the person who's screening calls what my intent was, and uh, she transferred me to his voicemail, and I've left him a voicemail message, and I'm not giving up. I haven't heard back from him. I left him my personal cell number, and I'm going to keep trying to see if I can get him to come on the program and tell his point of view, share his perspective on 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 behalf of the the tribe of uh, Lac de Flambeau, the the Lac de Flambeau Indian tribe, and so I'll keep trying, and that's that's my objective, and and my objective is to get to maybe we can come to some sort of resolution in all of this, and 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 ultimately, isn't that the objective? If you'd like to join the conversation, I'd like for you to do so. Seven one five eight four five. 2155. First up this morning, good morning. Welcome to Feedback. 
Good morning. Morning. I don't imagine there will be a debate between the candidates, but what does the left stand for? It's like, why would anyone want their policies, no matter what, how they'd been twist arms or, or how they'd push to get what they want, uh, get their candidate elected? You know, it's interesting that you should ask that question because I've been thinking about it. I mean, I, I've been thinking about, you know, and I don't know if you listen to the Wisconsin Morning News, but I've been talking a lot about Minnesota. Try to. Okay, thanks. Um, I've been <laughs> I've been talking a lot about Minnesota because we don't want to become Minnesota. They, Amen. The three, and listen, this is a girl that grew up in Minnesota, and, you know, there's some beautiful things about it, the 10,000 lakes, but they can have them. I don't want their liberal lakes. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to preserve ours here in Wisconsin. But I was thinking, what possesses a Democrat to be a Democrat? I mean, do they wake up in the morning and think, how can the government help me make my life better? And, I mean, that's the only thing... I can conclude is that they look to government to be their God with a small G. They look to government to be their savior with a small S. They look to government to resolve all of their problems as opposed to finding solutions that we can come up with our, uh, ourselves. Being independent minded, independent of the government people. And I guess that would be the difference is that people have been conditioned to to believe that the government is 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 going to save them. The government is going to take care of them from cradle to grave. They've been given over to a retrobate mind. Yes. Oh, my gosh, Rush Limbaugh used to use that term. And then my dad always used to say that, too, because he was a big Rush Limbaugh fan. But, yeah, I mean, you know, and I think there there are a lot of, there are a lot of, I guess, uh, uh, theories about it and, and reprobate mind is one. It's probably, uh, you know, obviously, I won't say probably, their worldview is is diametrically opposed to the worldview of the majority of conservatives. I mean, we have God at the center of our life. He is our final authority. For those on the left, evidently, government is their final authority. And I don't, I don't wish to live that way. We don't want to be like Minnesota or <laughs> or Michigan, or Illinois. Right. But if we're not careful, that's exactly where we're going to land yes, up. Yes, absolutely. So that's why we got to go out and vote for, who are we voting for on April 4th? You you know, the only thing is, I the, the election fraud thing really bothers me. How in the world are we going to, no matter, the left don't even know what's going on, or, or want to acknowledge it. Well, hey, the dead people, the, the, the drop boxes still exist in places. There's uh, the ballots that get sent in the mail that, they shouldn't uh, land up there, but they get filled out and they count. There's a, at least the, the, the absentee voting I, I'm dead set against because when they know how many votes they got to magically uh, and materialize, well, how are we going to win when, when they can still cheat? Well, we got to double down our efforts. I mean, I, I, I can't give you the magic bullet, but... I used to joke. It wasn't for shaming people to, to know. You can't vote for these monsters because what do you get? I know. I know. And, 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 I mean, and in the end, it's death is the last thing that you will receive from the left. Right. Well, and, and I guess I used to joke, and this is no joking matter, but we ha always, I used to say we have to win within the margin of voter fraud. And uh, so uh, ultimately we have to win within the That's so double true. the amount you of voter to. fraud. So, well, hey, what's your first name? William. William. Thanks for calling in this morning. I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful day.
I got a flooded basement. We'll see how that turns oh, out. Dear. Well, I hope you get it. I hope you get it uh, resolved. But thanks again. We'll talk. We'll talk again. I'm sure. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. Good morning. Welcome to feedback. Hey, morning, Megan. This is Ken. How are you? Good. How are you? Hanging in there, darling. Say, I can't believe you and the previous caller just talked about what I have been talking about exactly. Whereas hoping that Wisconsin does not turn into another Minnesota. I, as a former Minnesotan, uh, also, uh, I, you know, I, my move to Wisconsin was very strategic, very strategic to get out of uh, the state of Minnesota because of its politics and the liberalism and watching that beautiful state go right down the drain. So my move to Wisconsin was strategic to get away from all that garbage over there. Beautiful state, it's pretty, good people, but yeah. on the political end of it, bad. Yeah, it's and, it's that it's concentrated in those those big cities, St. Paul and Minneapolis, where where they somehow manufacture the votes to keep winning elections, and then everyone outside of the metropolitan area, are, they're conservative. I have so many friends and family that live there that I just. I, I, I feel I pity for them because I don't you know they gotta roll up their sleeves that's what I tell I have this big group of girls that I that I still stay in touch with and I'm and they're all conservative and I, I say you guys gotta roll up your sleeves I give them the whole Meg shtick on uh, you know <laughs> via social media and you know you know you gotta you can't just you can't just grumble and complain you gotta get involved because I mean I don't know though can I I just feel like Minnesota might be lost. Amen to that. Yeah, uh, it's just, you know, and, and Minneapolis turning out to be just like another Chicago. Okay. And again, back to your previous caller. Uh, kudos to him. He's right. And you're right. Wisconsin cannot turn into another Minnesota or a Michigan or an Illinois. Yep. And it's creeping up on us. Wisconsin, you better wake up. Right. And, and you got to get out there and vote. Yes. Hopefully that our votes do count. And, you know, we don't have a problem with election integrity. But, yeah, Wisconsin, come on. Let's, well, let's get with the program. And, and Ken, I, 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 I choose to, I, I don't know if I'll ever be a pessimist. I choose to be optimistic. But, hey, on a, on a, a side note, let me ask you, where, where in Minnesota did you, do you, did you, were you born there? You oh, I, I, yeah, I'm not ashamed to say where I was born, <laughs> but I got out of that town, and that was Duluth. Oh, Duluth. Okay. Yeah, yep. and that's and that's pretty left lefty up there. Yeah, they got a mayor there that doesn't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, I mean, so do uh, we. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. We. So, yeah, beautiful. And I got family there too. A uh, lot of military, heavily heavily involved in the military end of it. Actually, about 142 years of service in my family too, with the uh, Air National Guard in Duluth right now, and one retired down in Farmington, Minnesota. But hey, they're conservatives. They get it. And uh, they're also disappointed too. Yeah, I just um, I, I I can't say enough about how critical this race is. And if you can't come up with any better uh, argument, and I'm not saying you can, but whomever is listening, just tell them we don't want to be like Minnesota. I mean, they they're proposing. Can they're proposing to ban Zambonis, you know, if you're a hockey fan. I mean, what are we going to do? They're, they're, planning, really? to, they're, they're oh, planning to ban gas stoves. They're planning to ban all gas appliances. They are they are looking to provide a an ID for even the uh, illegals that are in the state of Minnesota. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, we, we can't, we cannot, uh, I mean, we cannot let this election go. 
and and uh, you know I hate to say it, but we may be able to take a little breather after Dan Kelly prevails. We're, we are hoping and praying that he prevails, but yes. we can do more than just hope and pray. Yes. We can get get involved, but in two years. Rebecca Bradley will be up for re-election. So we can't, you know, it's like no rest for the weary ever, Ken. No rest for the weary. Yeah. You know, another thing, it just seems to me, this one too, Megan, that, man, it seems like it is the rural versus the big cities and the big cities rule. You know, I'm sick and tired of these these whiners from the big cities, and they, they think they rule the country. No, they don't. It's the people out here in the countryside that feed your but right, and you right. better respect us because maybe one day we just might cut you off and say, good luck. Yeah. When your cities burn, there's nothing left. You know what they're going to do. They're going to come our direction in rural. Well, maybe. you know what? you got a big problem because you come in our direction. We'll be waiting for you. Maybe we'll put up liberal barricades. How about that? Yeah, liberal well, barricades. There you go. I like yes. that one. Yep. Yes. Well, yeah. And the other one I just want to mention, and then i got to let you go, but uh, the Minnesota Democrats are also proposing to ban bottled water. I just asked the question, so is it everything in every plastic bottle? Because otherwise they're being inconsistent, which is so typical of the Democrats. Well, i got to let you go, Ken. Thanks for calling in. Going to go to a break, and I'll be right back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. Thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. I appreciate the calls this morning. Sorry I wasn't able to get too ma- to too many of them, but uh, look forward to our chat tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.